Hello and welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana of MetabolicMasterpiece.com. As always, joined by my co-host Brian Cron of BrianCron.com. Uh, first of all, a big shout out to everyone who's been reaching out to us. We've been see- receiving some great emails from our our listeners and, and audience, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. Um, it's been great to hear your feedback and, and that you guys are really enjoying the show and the type of content that we've been providing as well as just uh, how we keep it real. So it means a lot to us. Thanks a lot. If uh, if you have any insights and feedback to share, they, there is a link to uh, our email below Uh, You can always reach out to us on our website as well. Today, we're just going to be giving you an update on our current training programs, nutrition, everything that's going on in our life. We're going to keep it quick to the point. We're really enjoying these short podcasts, so I'm going to stop rambling and get to Brian. What's going on, brother? How's things going? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing better than well. I'm I'm great. (laughs) I'm ready to bulk, man. That's why I'm, I'm feeling this way. I'm officially ready to bulk. Ready to bulk. So, so what uh, what takes place when uh, when you're making that that shift from from cutting, maintaining to bulking? Is there a lot of program change that goes on, or is it just strictly eating more food volume? No, no, I'm I'm being a little facetious. I, I don't really bulk anymore. I find it's uh, you know, the get eat, you know eat tons and get fat just to gain a few pounds of muscle thing. Uh, it's just kind of, it's way too much two steps forward, two steps back, you know, or, or sometimes even three steps back. Yes. Uh, um, so no, no, but having said that, I think this whole thing that's going around nowadays of everyone like trying to hold their abs and, and stay super lean and, and try to build muscles on these very, very modest calorie deficits, I think, well, it can be done. I think it's just it's way more effective just to you know kind of overshoot your calories a little bit you know kind of you know be safe and make sure you hit your targets and then some and accept a little bit of fat gain. Yes, totally agree. Um, yeah, you hear the the words, the phrase "lean gains." Um, right. It's it's all over the place. It and I'm probably guilty of it myself as well because I when I get into my building phase, I want to achieve some lean gains. And basically what I'm saying that is I, I don't want to let myself get fat. I still want to see abs. Um, I'm, I like having abs, but I, I, I don't want to, I'm not afraid to gain a little bit of fat in the process. Uh, I, I like having my six pack, but uh, it doesn't have to be crazy freaking detailed and dialed right in all the time. So um, a slight surplus is definitely necessary uh, let's just say an adequate amount of calories not the crazy freaking surpluses that uh, others are seeing i think this was a conversation that i saw uh in one of the facebook book groups uh i'm, I'm following lately i think this came up because there was a uh, research that showed lately that just uh like 250 to 300 calories is optimal stuff that we've known for yeah fucking ever uh, it's mm-hmm. what, what, what a lot of us smart bros have been doing just a just an adequate surplus 200 to 300 calories and um, that's going to you can stay in a building phase for a lot longer like that just keep that fat in check and uh, I mean there's some other bros out there not bros like some other highly respected bodybuilders out there who are like preaching that that the 200 to 300 calories there's no way you're going to gain muscle it's nonsense it's not enough you need a thousand a thousand calorie surplus 
in order to achieve this goal. There, there, there's a big program out there. I think it's actually being promoted at this time um, that, that states that you need a thousand calories if you really want to make some gains. Of course, it's come from someone who's uses steroids and all these other <laughs> things. So it you got to take everything with a grain of salt. For me, a thousand calorie surplus every day. I'd be fat within three weeks uh, and, and really regretting it. So 200 to 300 calories for me is a, a nice surplus that I can make some gains and just keep my keep my abs in check. I, I mean, I don't want to – you can gain fat. I can gain like five, six pounds of fat and still maintain my abs. Um, and yeah. I kind of use that as my gauge. And then if I need to cut a little bit, I'll just cut back a little bit and then – back to the build but keep things in check i i definitely learned from my experiences in the past that there's gaining the excess fat beyond that is uh it's pointless to me it doesn't add to any other any extra gains in muscle and then it makes more work for the cutting afterwards and i end up losing muscle in that process if i'm not careful oh yeah you lose muscle and when you're dieting it off later and and i mean fat is like fat is an inert tissue it actually it it, it it you know produces estrogen. I don't know if the word is aromatized, but it's it's it, it's responsible for estrogen production. So mm-hmm. when you can stay leaner, you're just tend to be in a healthier state. Yes. And, and uh, yeah, man. I mean, I always go back to old '80s bodybuilding, and and once again, I'm I'm I found an old an old article by Keith Klein, and he uh, he used to prep a lot of the top guys uh, in in the early '90s, like Lee Labrada. Mm-hmm. And same thing, man. Like he would just take, they would have like the contest diet, you know, uh, you know, whatever chicken and rice and all, <laughs> lots of chicken and rice. But and then just the off season would be basically the same diet, but it would just be now there's like more dairy products thrown in, or you know now there's like just really subtle changes that add like you know a few hundred calories a day to the diet, and enough to create a surplus now. Right, a little more like yeah. health, healthy fats, yeah. and you know, not be afraid to eat an extra handful of cashews or something like that, and some some good healthy food or a little extra yeah. fruit here and there. It's not well, uh, yeah, exactly. It was always dairy products, fruit, and and things like nuts and, and and fats, and you know a little a little bit of each of those a day, and there's your surplus right there. Yeah. Yeah. So no, nothing bonkers. Now, now you, you're not really one for for counting calories even during a cut. <laughs> I mean, you track once in a while. You you know the benefits of it. Um, so I'm I'm assuming during this building phase, you're you're just you're going based on experience and and yeah. knowing like your typical. You eat a lot of the same foods and stuff, and knowing when you're satisfied and not not over like stuffing yourself or anything like that. Well, uh, you know, I think it's. Uh, a big part about gaining muscle, eating like what, the process of eating to gain muscle, it's 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 almost like there's a philosophical switch that you have to make. Like again, like I I know a lot of big meatheads, and yeah, a lot of them are juiced, and a lot of them are extremely genetically gifted. But you know, at the same time, they're really good bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. And when I used to hang out with these guys, or even still do, the way they approach food, like in their off season is just like they just they eat really liberally like they're not they don't make pigs themselves like yeah that comes up sometimes but, yeah you know, but no they just eat really liberally like they eat till they're full and they, and they don't restrict their diets and you know they just they just avoid really obvious shit and and tend to just try basically overeat a little bit on cleaner low, lower calorie foods 
And that's just, I think it just creates this, uh, it's so much less stressful that way. Mm-hmm. And like the, the best bodybuilders, again, another thing I've noticed with experience are, are typically guys, they're kind of like happy go lucky and they're kind of just, you know, they're just, they're having fun. They're loving this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yes, dieting is supposed to be a grind. I mean, that's, it's, that's the way it works. But, you know, when you're trying to get big, it should be like, it shouldn't, that shouldn't be so stressful. It should be like, all right, now I get to nourish my body. I should, I can eat as, you know, I can eat liberal amounts of food and feel good and feel full and, you know, I'll have awesome workouts. It, it just, it, I'm a big believer if you can remove as much complexity from that and make the process as enjoyable as possible, you probably get better results. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Yeah. And when, and when you're sticking with those, quote unquote clean foods the same kind yeah, of foods yeah. that you're eating during the cut just eating in, in more volume that that food tends to be more filling anyway so you yeah. bump that up a bit and you feel satisfied most of the time then every once in a while I mean, when you want to treat you can treat yeah. yourself here and there and not feel too guilty about it because you are in a building phase but still i mean you're not going to be hungry you're not going to be craving yeah. that kind of crap that you're you're not trying to, to bulk on crap yeah. food. It's uh, it's still quality food that's going to fill you up. Yeah, totally, totally. So, uh, yeah, so like that's the way when I kind of say I'm quote-unquote bulking. It's just really I'm just, uh, yeah, like I'll have a general idea where I want my calories to be and, and the mirror and the scale will kind of guide me along the way and, and mm-hmm. the, in my waist. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, apart from that, I won't be I won't be weighing much. I'll just be much more just, okay, let's – Let's feed this machine. This yeah, yeah. And it's amazing yeah. what happens there when you, when you start yeah. bumping up those calories, the energy, your performance yeah. in the gym. Yeah, um, yeah. Big, big, big mental impact for sure. Yeah, and it's it's fun. I mean, it's that's, I, at the end of the day, man. We're, bodybuilding is about fucking building your body. It's about putting putting the good shit on. Yeah. It's not always about just you know staying super lean and super you know aesthetic and tight and and i mean that's that's the ultimate that's that's the end that's the end goal but still you got to have this little phase where you're you're you know it's a construction site and it gets a little dirty you know yeah yeah but i mean but hearing you say that i mean there people could be listening to this and and take it two different ways same same thing with the lean building and and bulking when you lean gains or bulking it it puts two different images in, in, in people's minds so um, when you're, you're saying get a little dirty, I mean, you're still going to be in freaking amazing shape. You're still going to look phenomenal. You're just not going to look shredded or, or ripped. You're still going to look pretty darn lean. Yeah, but I'm also going to grow out all my back hair. So I'm going to look like... It's oh, like, that's awesome. <laughs> it's like I escaped from the zoo. So that's kind of the look I'm going for. So. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde right there. That's right, man. You can, <laughs> can braid my black hair. Man. Oh, God. <laughs> Dread, you got dreadlocks and that shit. <laughs> terrible, disgusting. Yeah. This just became an X-rated show. That's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and what's your training like? So, what's oh. it, what's it looking like right now? Uh, that's actually everyone can go to my blog. I just re put I re put out a my most popular blog post called the the big picture approach to gaining muscle, mm-hmm. and make a very very long, long plug short. Um, I think when you're when you're going to get bigger, I like having a period where it's just like big exercises and lots of volume, kind of for the whole body, and then also a period where it's much more focusing on weak parts. So, 
and, and cutting back way more, way more on everything else. So a balanced program for a few weeks would later become like, let's say you want to bring up your, in my case, I want to bring up my triceps. I might have three days a week of direct triceps training, like with all different rep ranges and variety and uh, tempos, whatever way I can create different stress and demands on the muscle, basically beat the piss out of it mm-hmm. for, for, for a finite amount of time, change up the stimulus often, and then back off and see what happens. That's so, key, man. That's key, yeah. and that's uh, that's definitely been a key to my success is varying that that those rep ranges and different training protocol protocols to do to incorporate that in there. Uh, it's funny. I see so many guys. I mean, I think a new study came out recently that said like the heavier loads is better, and then all of a sudden everyone's just lifting for six reps because because a study said that. But you really miss out on like the the metabolic fatigue and the stress and each each thing has its own benefit each of the different rep ranges and training protocols so if you just focus on narrow-mindedly on on one approach because one study said something and one guru out there thrives on sees that study and says see i told you this is this is it this is where it's at this is why my program is based on this one fucking rep range uh just lift heavy shits all you need to do um i think that's just a, a bunch of you're leaving results on the table so variety is key yeah, it's so disappointing. I mean, there's a, a there's a popular or kind of infamous you know strength coach, and he's very he's very dogmatic on his on his super slow low volume approach. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just oh, I mean I, I have very polite kind of goes with him back and forth, but I'm just like I absolutely know I would grow on his program because I never trained that way. Yeah. So yeah. So if I went on it, I would probably grow for a finite amount of time, and then I would. I'd be bored of it because I've been training so long and my body just seems to adapt a lot quicker because it's just been, it's had the shit kicked out of it for so many years. It takes a lot to, you know, to kind of to fool it. And, yeah. But the irony is, it's the same gentleman. He's, he, he frequently complains that his own growth is stunted. He's like, oh, I've reached my genetic limits. I've reached right, my limits. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, asshole, try something else. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. A lot of people are looking for the one program yeah. out there and then they'll, they'll see someone a great little marketing angle for a new product and this is fine this is the way you follow this and you're going to grow like crazy and they're looking for that um but the best thing is to i mean they all so many different programs work and change change is the driving force for sure like you said you would grow on that program because it'd be something completely different yeah i mean i'm I'm actually considering considering following his program for for six weeks just because you know but i don't want to give i don't give a big big plug but uh, I, <laughs> I get very anxious with that super slow training. I, I can't That's... I can't do a negative any longer than six seconds. Actually, four seconds is long enough for me. I I seriously I start getting stressed out for going that slow. I just yeah. get antsy. It's kind of like doing the same feeling I get when I'm trying like yoga or Pilates or something like that. I'm like God damn it, get, I got to be moving. I got to pump in that iron. It kills me. Yeah, I've never seen the. You know, I'm not genetically gifted, mind you, but like I, I've just never seen the, the huge gains from eccentric only training. That, mm-hmm. that I mean, so, including some eccentrics in your training, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, just the entire program eccentric based. Eesh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, hey, give it a shot. Wouldn't awesome. be my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to following your bulk. Man. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, how are you, man? You're are you you're fucking forty yet? Or are you all ripped? <laughs> Not forty yet. Still got uh, two and a half weeks to go. So uh, hold on, I still got I still got enough time before I have the downward slide. So I'm gonna try to make as many gains yeah. in the next uh, next two and a half weeks as I can. Um, yeah. yeah, so get approaching there. Uh, summer was fun, let loose. Like that first eight weeks we talked about previously, I, I gained some fat, gained about eight pounds, and. Um, so the rest of the summer, the past three or three weeks or so, I just been slowly cutting that fat off, and, yeah. and mo- most of it's most of it's gone. I, I didn't, I wasn't um, consciously thinking, consciously in a cut. I wasn't like, I'm cutting right now. This is serious. I was just just being conscious of the food I was eating, just eating more sensible, and uh, still letting loose. I still we Labor Day. I, I enjoyed a few beverages and. The weekend before, I was at a party and enjoyed some more beverages. <laughs> lots, lots of little treating here and there. So I still, I still really enjoying my summer. Um, so basically, but, but following, you're, tell, you're telling the audience that everyone who works out up in Canada is basically a piss tank. That's oh, what you're, God, I'm telling you. It's, it's, <laughs> this summer, I, I did drink a lot, and I, it's not, it's not me. It's definitely not me. I, I'm getting back to my my normal ways. It's really not my lifestyle. I've really been known as the guy who doesn't drink hardly at all, and uh, yeah. So I'm going to be getting back back to that my my normal my normal self there. Um, yeah. So it's it was it was a fun summer. I'm definitely um, ready ready to. I feel I feel focused. It was nice to get that summer done and out of the way. And kind of really the last three weeks, I, I followed the exact plan that we were discussing in one of our recent podcasts about like what lessons I learned from when I gained that weight. What I do differently next summer, and that would be to eat really well most of the time. And then when there is a party a gathering or a little mini vacation not be afraid to let loose during those times so that really worked for me for the past three weeks so i think our, our advice i think we're pretty smart i think we we're on the right track there i, I think i gonna start listening to myself a little more often um yes yeah, so i made good progress with just doing that but now it's time to to really dial in and i, I definitely in the past i've noticed my my best results from being like 90 to 95 percent compliant with my diet so like that five to ten percent letting loose and, and having some some treats or, or junk and uh, i found for the past year or so i've just been a little bit too flexible with my yeah. diet i think people can really the whole flexible dieting thing is it's appealing but you can really get into that mindset that all right, everything's fine as long as I hit my calories or my macros or whatever the fuck. I just hit my calories and my protein target is the main main thing that I focus on, and my protein's really mm-hmm. easy to hit because I I eat a lot of the same high protein foods each and every day. Uh, just my carb and fat sources vary, and, and um, when you're when you're getting to that mindset, well, as long as I hit that caloric target, it doesn't matter what I really eat. Um, you, see, you find yourself more often gravitating towards, well, some people pop tarts and other fucking yeah. sugar candy or whatever. But for me, it might be cookies or other treats. I'm like, oh, I, all right, I'll add it in my my fitness pal. I'm still within my my calories, so this is this is fine. I can eat this food, uh, but I don't respond as well. Even though I'm hitting my caloric target, um, I still I feel a lot better when I'm consuming the ninety to ninety five percent of of good natural foods. So that's, that's going to be my focus for, 
the next little bit is to to really get my nutrition back on par and burn a bit of fat. But I think that's also going to lead into my building phase as well. Like keep me in that mindset of eating this the healthy, nutritious foods. They're going to fuel my gains. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be my little nutritional experiment is to not be as flexible yeah. with my nutrition, but still allowing allowing yeah. that, that structured flexibility, I guess you could say in there, that, that, that 5 to 10% flexibility in, in, my, in my diet. All right, that, there you go, Matt. Are you going to do any uh, dedicated strength work or are you just going to sticking with uh, you know, general hypertrophy, making your big ass self bigger? We're uh, well right now. I'm still. I got to work off the rest of the summer weight. I, I I got most of it off, but I wanna I wanna burn the rest of it off and just get a little bit leaner. I'm gonna be going to uh, to visit Tom Venuto in the in the near future, and I want to make sure I'm looking good if we pull out the camera during our workouts and stuff. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll get lean up for that, and then it'll give me my my cushion, my like five to six pound cushion of fat that I can gain during the building process afterwards. Man, you know, you know, hang with Tom Veduto, have, have fun with that. Oh, dude killed me the last time we worked out together. <laughs> so that, that'll be good for me. And that, I think the timing for that is perfect. Cause I've really, um, my mind is in the right place with my training right now. Like I've kind of, uh, I found that I started getting a little, a little complacent. And, I, and that part of me, part of me blames it on the high frequency training, but my workout partner experienced the exact same thing that like when you're training a muscle, well, we were training our whole body frequently and, uh, you really can't give her, you gotta be really careful with how much you push yourself each workout, uh, in order to make sure that you can recover for the next day's training. So you're just always stimulating a, a muscle. And I think that just gets you in that mindset of not really pushing it as hard as he possibly could each and every time so it worked we really enjoyed the high frequency training our, our bodies responded well to it but it was definitely time to to switch away from that and like we were mentally ready to, to yeah. change so right now we're, we're back to a bro split today we hit chest and tries i recorded the workout I, I'll, I'll put a link down in the show notes um to the chest and tricep workout that we did record it put it up on youtube uh, but this bro split, so we're, we're hitting chest and tries on day one, legs day two, shoulders day three, uh, and back and biceps day four, take a day off, and then back at it again. So you're hitting each muscle group uh, once every like five to six days is basically where we're going for. So right. not once a week type thing, but a little, a little bit more frequently than that. And we are fucking loving it. And we're responding yeah. like... We just, we look fuller, we feel fuller. And this is even with me starting my cut right now. So I'm eating a little less, but I had to ask my wife if she shrank my shirts and jeans this, this morning because it's feeling, they're feeling really tight on me. I think a lot of it has to do with that, that sarcoplasmic hypertrophy, that the, the fluid in the cells um, filling out a bit there from, from the damage that we're, we're doing during these uh, like hypertrophy focused workouts. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it is just the change, the change in programming and, and really being able to, to give her. I think knowing that your body's going to have four to five days to rest between workouts, it just gives you the mindset, let's fucking destroy it. Let's just crush this body part. And I, and I love that feeling, that that mindset. It just it flipped the switch for me. Um, so that's gearing me up to, 
to meet up with Tom because I know he's going to freaking kill me there for sure. But it just all in all feels good. And the interesting thing is that we haven't, we're experiencing minimal doms. Like we're sore, but we're not in agony. So part of us is like, we're really wondering if, if the high frequency training did something with our body, like is allowing us to handle this kind of volume better uh, than in the past. I, I don't know. Cause we're really crushing these workouts and I thought for sure I'd be crippled after the leg workout, but uh, there was soreness, a good soreness, but not a debilitating soreness. And certainly recovered within four days and was ready to hit the muscle group again. So that's been an interesting experience and um, just change. I think it just more than anything, just the, what we were just talking about, how changing things up, how, how not only is it good for your body because of the different stimulus, but it's good for the mind and can really get you pushing a hell of a lot harder when you're mixing things up. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm going to, older I get the more I, I really believe in training variety both uh, even just for the mental mental benefits it just keeps you keeps you engaged more mm -hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely and other than that just really taking care of myself uh, unlike you this week I've been getting a ton of sleep uh, right back <laughs> on track I, I wasn't the, the two weeks previously as training clients really early in the morning so getting up at 4 30 and that was killing me. It, two weeks of that absolutely killed me. And uh, I, I'm not going to take any early morning clients anymore because it just really screws me up uh, in so many different ways. Uh, but this week I've been getting some quality sleep, uh, recovering really well, um, walking. I'm going to try to get in a bit of cardio. Um, I read Alex uh, Alex's book there, The Hybrid Athlete. And um, yeah, it, it intrigued me. It certainly intrigued me. So looking at, at maybe starting at two times a week, doing uh, some intervals after my weight training, like 10 to 20 minutes on the bike. Uh, I think I'm going to start with that. I walk my dog every day, which I love for, for active recovery. Um, I, I, I'm trying to get in that little extra bit of cardio because I know there are benefits, especially the nutrient delivery and waste removal, all that kind of good stuff and heart health and all that other shit that I should be concerned about at this age, but lots of benefits. So I, I'm looking at including it into to my overall training. Um, the other thing, uh, muscle activation techniques, M-A-T. Uh, I posted another video of that recently too, of me going through that session. That has been freaking phenomenal. I've been doing that for nine weeks now and uh, I'm blown away at... Uh, how it's been improving my my performance. I used to have, I used to use that lacrosse ball, rumble roller. I have to do all that self massage shit every single day. If I didn't do it daily, I would tighten right up. And yeah. I haven't had to do it in three to four weeks. Um, the whole the whole thing with muscle activation techniques is uh, they the techniques they're doing they're they're finding weaknesses in your body, and they they say that, like tightness is a symptom of a weakness somewhere else in your body. So rather than like with the, the self massage, I'm treating the, the tightness, uh, the, the symptom. I'm not, I'm not getting to the root of the problem where muscle activation techniques they're they're finding the muscle weakness and treating the root of the problem. Uh, and it's been a mind blowing eye opening experience for me. Um, so the, where they're finding the different weaknesses and, and how they're treating it and how that's impacting my performance in the gym and then just reducing tightness overall uh, so i haven't had to need i haven't needed to use a foam roller or lacrosse ball or do any kind of self-massage i'm just uh feeling freaking awesome and and the one thing i noticed really sets me off especially when it comes to 
to my trunk, to my glutes and my hips, sitting, sitting fucks me up more than anything. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's just if I sit for a prolonged period of time, I'm like damn it, that's been that's been a big cause of a lot of my issues. So I'm like when I'm working at my desk, I, I've got it my my laptop elevated now, so I'm standing at least half of the day. I do a lot less sitting, which contributing to my overall neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis or whatever the hell it is. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been good. MAT, Muscle Activation Techniques. Um, MuscleActivation.com is their site if you want to try to look for a specialist in your area. I highly freaking recommend it. Uh, it's, it's actually been the best thing I've, I've done for for my body um, in a while. It's It's been outstanding. Absolutely loving it. And that's my little rant and ramble. So that's that's well, my th- those are those are my big updates. So a little uh, little mini cut here, and back to bro splits. And uh, I think we're, my workout partner Rick, he said uh, what he used to do in the past. What would he would do is four weeks on on a bro split, and then throw a week in of just like circuit training, like, uh, yeah, like yeah. metabolic metabolic work there, or whatever whatever the MRT that they, not MRT, is it MRT? Yeah, metabolic resistance training. Yep. So I think we're going to throw that in for a week and then back to bro split and, and kind of mix some of that shit in. Just just have some fun for the next little bit. And I'm looking forward to growing. I, I'm looking forward to getting out of this cut and and ready to gain, gain some serious size. But I got to do it a smart way, not like I, I just did during the summer. And eight weeks, eight pounds of fat. Uh, that's way too quick. Obviously, I was following the... Uh, the advice of the big juice that bros and just consuming tons of calories beyond my, my surplus there. That just doesn't work for me. So I'm going to strategically be smarter with my, my building phase this time around and uh, go for those lean gains, which doesn't mean not gaining any fat. It just means keeping my fat in check and allowing, allowing those abs to wash out just a tiny, tiny bit, not be as chiseled in detail, but Lean gains. Gain a bit of it is something. That's good <laughs> what a term. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. There you go. Work up a lean gains, yo. <laughs> Dude, I, it's been awesome catching up with you. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm super, super excited and uh, ready to kick off this season. It's fall is in the air and I feel invigorated. Ready to kick some ass. That's right, man. It's football season. You gotta oh, so go Lions, man. Go watch that game last night. <laughs> Lions. <laughs> yeah, go Lions. <laughs> they played last night? No, no. New England oh. and Pittsburgh played last night. That's a good yeah, game, too. That. That's, that's a yeah. good game. No, the Lions will play in this weekend. So looking forward to kicking the season off, sitting my ass on a recliner and watching the games on Sunday. Yeah, well, I shouldn't. I shouldn't joke, man. I'm a, I'm a Vikings fan, so I mean. ah, it's good fun. That'll be a good rivalry. <laughs> I think they're gonna have a good year. I think this could be a turnaround for them. Really, for the Vikings? Wow, yeah. geez, yeah. Well, Peterson's we're, we're, back. This should be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm not holding my breath, but I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> good fun. All right, brother. Look forward to uh, catching up with you again later in the week, and uh, keep, yeah, keep kicking ass. You got it. <laughs>